Denise Melanson has a special. Bibles this evening to Luke 18. If you still have your Bibles marked from this morning, just one chapter back. I'm better than someone else is a common misunderstanding of American Christians today. It would be better instead for looking for righteousness in you and I to look to the one that has enough righteousness to cover all of us. And this evening, I want to preach a sermon that has been weighing on my heart uh, for some time now. The identity of the self-righteous person. As we look at it in uh, Luke 18... A very familiar parable in verses 9 through 14. Will you stand with me as we read God's Word? And he spake this parable unto certain which trusted in themselves, that they were righteous and despised others. Two men went up into the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in the week, I give tithes of all that I possess, and the publican standing afar off would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven. 
but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone that exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Bow with me for a word of prayer. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for the services and the classes and everything we've done today. Let it be for your honor and your glory. Dear Lord, just help us as we examine these two individuals in this parable that we may realize the identity of self-righteousness and avoid from it, dear Lord, and humble ourselves before you, giving you all that we are. In your name I pray, amen. The first thing I want to look at this morning is self-righteous people have no problem putting the blame on others. So to uh, start off this sermon, I, I think I have a rather unique way of, of helping us understand this. Uh, if you will, repeat after me. This sermon is for me and not anybody else. All right, you said it. This sermon, uh, you know, I don't want you sitting in this sermon and thinking that this sermon be a good one for old Joe if he'd just show up. Or, or maybe you're sitting in here and you're saying, uh, the, that preacher must be preaching to somebody else this Sunday. Or maybe you're sitting there and you're saying, uh, or maybe you're sitting there and you're looking at someone, making sure they're paying close enough attention. <laughs> the sermon is about me and nobody else. What did the publican say when he started off? God, thank you. Thank you. But how did he finish? He said, God, thank you. I'm not like this publican. I'm not like... Uh, the." The, the other people. I am so self-righteous. Thank you, God. I'm not like others. The truth of this matter is, in Romans, we see this very evident, that we are like others. In Romans... 3, verse 23, a verse I'm sure most of you know. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But Romans 5, 12 says, Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. You know, this Pharisee had it wrong because we are very close and very similar to one another. We all have sin in our life. Luke seventeen twenty, I love what Jesus does. Because if you back up to Luke seventeen twenty, you see the audience and who Jesus is speaking to. He says, and when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. 
The point I wanted to bring out here is that the bad guy in this situation in Luke 18, the person that is justifying himself because of his righteousness is the Pharisee. The one that Jesus is directly talking to. Possibly and most likely these were the people that were dealing with the situation at hand. The Pharisees were known for their great adherence, their great following, their great uh, motivation and, and strive-worthy efforts to follow God's law. They had many, many rules and were great at following those rules. But oftentimes when we're good at following rules, we start to praise ourselves instead of the one who is worthy. The publican puts himself at fault. Not like the Pharisee, the publican says, uh, well, first of all, let's identify the publican. The publican, they were hated. They joined up with the Roman government. Uh, they were known for many things, but mainly for the job of collecting taxes. They were hated by everyone, especially the Pharisees. Instead of blaming someone else, the publican found fault in himself. God be merciful to me, a sinner. I'm the sinner, not you or someone else. My sin debt is, is between me and God. Me, I'm the sinner, and I need forgiveness. That's what the publican realized. You know, as, as when Jesus introduces this topic in verse 9, He says, And He spake this parable unto certain which trusted in themselves that they were righteous and despised others. I think it's very clear through Scripture, especially in 1 Corinthians 13, that we're not to despise others. Paul says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become as a sounding brass or tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. If we don't love people, if we despise people, if we have hatred toward people, it doesn't matter what religious acts we do, it's all for nothing. We are to love one another. The second thing I want to look at in this is self-righteous people desire what they are doing to be known. What is what is this what does this Pharisee tell God? I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. He wants what he is doing to be known. Tells the Lord, I do above and beyond. 
what I'm supposed to do. Self-righteous people equate their righteousness with what they do. Not with who God is. The opening of this parable says the the parable was written to certain people that trusted in themselves. When we as Christians begin to trust in what we are doing instead of what God is, we are self-righteous. And we are sinners, each and every one of us. The publican doesn't list out all the sins. He simply is hungry for forgiveness. The publican walks in and he says, he, he smotes his breast and he says, he doesn't even look toward God. He's so ashamed of, of the sin in his life. And he says, forgive me. Or, 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 or more, it says, God be merciful to me, a sinner. Next, self-righteous people sin in the attempt to worship. As we see in verse 14, the Pharisee went down to his house unjustified. He first, he was the first one to pray, but if you look at the publican's prayer and and the Pharisee's prayer, he failed to ask for forgiveness. And it reminds me of, of what James says. In James 4, verse 3, Behold, we, oh, ye ask and receive not because ye ask amiss, that ye may consume it upon your lust. He asked amiss. He didn't ask anything. You know, I, I was examining this Scripture and I've looked at verse 11 and I love what it says. It says, The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself. He wasn't praying to God. He was praying to glorify and to praise himself. That was the point of it. The number one issue with self-righteous people is they equate their righteousness with God. Therefore, they pray to themselves. He worshipped himself, not the God he served. The publican was justified in verse 14. The publican realized he needed the Lord. He needed forgiveness. It wasn't about what he was doing. It was about what he needed. He hungered for righteousness. Matthew 5, in the middle of the Beatitudes, in verse 6, says, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. He was filled with righteousness and forgiveness and left justified. He needed mercy. It wasn't some bribe he thought he could make with God to gain forgiveness. It wasn't about anything that he could do to find good pleasure with God. It was about God's forgiveness. 
that he made acceptable through his son, Jesus Christ. We will only get something out of worship when it stops being about us. What if instead of coming to church on Sunday, waiting for the preacher to give you something, you come willing to give God everything? That would change us. And I'm not saying that you don't do that. I'm just saying this is a concept that I'm just now grabbing. What if we come not expecting to give something, but to give it all to God? To lay it before His throne. If we look at the publican, that's what he did. He didn't wait for the priest to come and make things right between him and God. He went before the throne of God in prayer. Humbly laying his sin before God. And he went away that day exalted. He said, he that humbleth himself will be exalted. Can you relate to the Pharisee this evening? Or maybe, or maybe you're the publican and you simply desire God's mercy this evening. You know that you're a sinner. Whatever our case may be, we need to humble ourselves before God. We need to seek His forgiveness. Seek His righteousness. Because He's the only one offering it. I don't have any righteousness to offer. But Christ does. As we get ready for a hymn of invitation this evening, this thought has been on my mind for several weeks as I was reading through the book of Luke. Or several passages starting with verse 5. Or chapter 5. I realize that maybe there was some self-righteousness within me. And I think to a degree, all of us have it at some point. We need to humbly bow before God and seek His righteousness.